Welcome to the Successpreneur Show. My name is Pat Hilton. I took all my years of experience as an entertainer, a producer, and a marketer and put it all together to create a successful business. You can too. Successpreneur, do you have the strength to endure? Turn your passion into a profession, you gotta keep reaching for more. There's never been a better time than right now to bring your idea to life. Start your own show, start your own page, start your own movement, put your message out into the marketplace and make an impact. Successpreneur, do you have the strength to endure? Turn your passion into a profession, you gotta keep reaching for more. This show consists of interviews with successful entrepreneurs, songs, rants, live speeches, and more. Thank you for listening and make sure to hit the subscribe button. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Successpreneur Show. I am Pat Hilton, and today I've got Victor Maya on the line. What's going on, brother? What's up, brother? How you doing? Doing really well. Can't complain at all. I could, Thank but it you. wouldn't be uh, any ROI for either of us. <laughs> so uh, speaking of ROI, you've invested your life into building yourself and into building your businesses, businesses that are generating millions of dollars, and you're always open to help others be successful, help others get to the next level. And we met at a conference here in Dallas that I was the MC at, and we became friends, and we've stayed in touch. And now we're dealing with this current situation with a global pandemic, which is new to, I think, both of us. And we're still grinding. We're still pushing. We're still sure. looking for the next level. And uh, that's something that you've adopted at a young age to create the success that you've created for yourself in your personal life and in your business life. And so maybe touch on that a little bit for the people of the world. Hey, man. Hey, like one thing I love about you is about keeping it real, Right. Right. So I got to give credit where credit's due, man. And you know what I mean? I'll, I'll, I'll be lying to you and say, oh man, I did it all my, by myself. Really, it was, it's been the person who's beside me, which is my wife, man. You know what I mean? She has pushed me and grind me. Cause I mean, when I was young, I mean, I met her when she was 15, I was 17. All we had was uh, two assets, which now I'm 35. I understand money. They're re really not assets. They're reliabilities, which it was a Boston Terrier and a pit bull. <laughs> you know, nice. that's all we had. And I was that kid, you know what I mean, playing with video games all the time. And she was always pushing me and pushing me and pushing me. You know, it was kind of like a, my coach since I was 17 years old, all the way to 35. You know, even today, you know what I mean, um, she was pushing me. Like, what are you doing? Like, get your butt over there and show up and help those guys and show them that, hey, you're here. Mm. Dang. So, again, I mean... That's one thing, man. I mean, coming from nothing, like my, my wife and I, we always talk about that. We're coming from nothing. I mean, really, it was it was her, man, who pushed me. You know, my, that's amazing. You know how I wrote a book, and the book it talks about that. You know, what I mean, it talks. There's a whole chapter about that, about how she pushed me and pushed me. Yeah, you know? I think that it's it's a. We were talking about this on another episode. Is the accountability and the people that we surround ourselves with, ultimately, can you know help us and fuel us to to become the best possible version of ourselves and success is different for everybody and uh, you know me I like to I like to crack jokes about about the guru stuff and like that but I also like to surround myself with the most successful people I possibly can so that you'll find me riding in my boys Rolls Royce out in Phoenix because it's a good time and I love to see the success that people can achieve yeah. for themselves but at the same time there are sacrifices that go into earning those things there's 
sacrifices and years of, you know, eating shit potentially that it takes to create those kinds of successes. And while it's great to see all that uh, on the outside and it's great to see all that, you know, manifest into something awesome, it's also important to remember that it, the, what's behind that picture usually isn't very pretty. Oh, I agree. It's a lot of hard work. And so this is something that you and I have talked about extensively is what you had to go through to make these businesses successful and to be a leader for your businesses and to uh, continually get around people that can help you scale and help you get, yeah. keep your mindset on point and all this kind of stuff. So what made you shift from being the video game guy, being around your wife at that time, girlfriend, whatever it was, to now being someone who's running, you know, businesses that do multiple millions of dollars in revenue. Well, today I was talking to a guy about this, man. And one thing I told him, because he asked me the same thing, what are you doing? Because I mean, you're, you're going, you, your companies are going a thousand miles an hour. What is it? And I told him, he goes, my number one weapon, man, our culture. Today I was in the phone call with my general manager and he, he told me, hey, Vic, I'm pushing all our, our management team to somehow, some way, we got to get together like family, like we always do, because that's our number one weapon is culture. Not our strategy plan, not our execution plan, and not our money. Not our money, because literally it's our culture, man. That's my number one weapon. People always ask me, like, dude, how did you get all these guys? How did you get these ladies working in your company? I'm like, culture, man. You know what I mean? We align with each other's core values and our mission. Even today, when I met a person who literally's home just flooded real bad, I told, they asked me, hey, how much is this going to cost us just for y'all coming out? You know what I mean? We're not going to use y'all because of this, this, and that. And I told them, hey, our mission is to impact lives with our services and talents. That's our mission. The money will come, but as long as we keep the mission going. Mm. And that's the reason I, one of our companies, one of the companies that we own is a restoration company. So you're dealing with a company that does fire and water damage. So they're going out to your home or your business at one in the morning, three in the morning, Christmas nights. It can be that my, you know, my uh, technician's birthday. They could be out in the movie theater with their with their kids. They're kind of like a superhero. If you think about it. Right. You know, they get a phone call. They put a shirt on and go. So really, I mean, how can people do that, man? You know, I mean, it goes back to the culture. It's the mission. Is they, they stick to the missions and we're here to impact lives. Impact lives. That's badass, dude. And yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've had people call me on a Sunday morning when I'm watching The Lion King with the family and say, hey, can you get, can you get this audio bit up? Or can you do this for me or that for me? And, you know, I know it's Sunday, but, you know, I just did this interview with Grant Cardone. I need, I really need the audio up. And I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Let's get it done. There you go. And man. that extra 30 minutes to 45 minutes or 45 minutes to an hour that you put in for somebody that, you know, pops off 2,500, 3,000 views on their page a couple hours later can be the difference for you moving forward. Three new people hit me up this past Sunday because of that situation. And it was yeah. because I was willing to throw down and put it, put it out there. And so if I really want to be a leader in what I do, 
you know, I have to set the example high. And that's why uh, making this transition into a digital marketing business with all my production skills and music skills and all that, I've only been taking on certain people because those people's requirement is high. Those yeah. people's needs are high. And so that means that the return for me is higher because I'm putting more and more and more of my time into putting myself around the best people that I possibly can. And so I think it's important to remember that when you're doing business, and this is just my opinion, what I've learned is you want to you want to have the best people that you possibly can on your books, the, the highest caliber people that you can. And that means it's going to take three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 10, 12, 13, 14 years as I just go back just in my head of playing any 50 to $100 gig that I possibly could to get people that are now paying thousands of dollars a month for my services. There you go. Because I had to get to a certain level of speed, of accountability, of, you know, of skill so that I could deliver the type of solution that a real high paying business client needs. And I think yeah. that goes back to, I don't give a shit if you're running a landscaping or an electric company or this or whatever. There's a guy who comes to our house. He runs Big Bear Heating and Cooling here in Frisco, Texas. And he's come to our house on a Friday night at 8.30 when RAC wasn't working, fixed it. Wow. Well, there you go, man. I mean, like you said, and people always ask me, like, what is the... Not only me, but the whole team. Mm -hmm. The first thing we look at is: Does this person is it? Are they going to fit with our culture? Right. Because one thing we always say is that we want people with batteries included, and we tell them straight up: We don't want somebody to come in. It's not going to fit with the culture because they're going to hate the team, and the team's going to hate them. Right. And they they got to come in at a high level, deliver at a high level, and communicate on a high level, yeah. or else your level goes down. Yeah. And we don't, and we don't babysit, man. Like right now with all this going on, we have never built a culture of us behind your neck, seeing what you're doing. Right. Every single day we have a system, you know, every morning, everybody sends three priorities. They're three main priorities of the day, three main priorities. Even me at 7am, I put my three main priorities and we all use a special software and we all align. We're all aligned with the system. So we have systems in places. Like I told you about a strategy plan. You got to yep. have a strategy plan. And then you got to have an execution plan. And the other, the other thing about money, you got to understand your cash flow, which I'm always, I'm a jerk on that, man, because my guys, I drive them crazy because of that. Because I'm always looking at the cash flow, cash, cash flow, cash flow. People always pay attention to the groves. And I'm like, that's crazy, man. I don't. I pay attention to the cash flow and the profits. Because I know people that say, oh, I made $40 million. Okay, that's gross. Awesome. But what is your net profit? Because maybe my company, I, in one of my companies, I can make 10 mil, but maybe more than likely I can beat you out because my gross profit is high. Right. Like I know people that win plaques for selling a million dollars through a certain, you know, software or whatever. But yeah. if they spent 1.2 million to sell 1 million, then they lost money. So really that plaque represents a loss. There you go, man. And I mean, that's, that's the thing, man. Like people always ask me, what, what is your number one thing? It goes back to that, to the culture. Culture that, is everything. That's awesome. And I think that, uh, 
Your ability to surround yourself with, you know, the coaches and the speakers and the environments that provide for growth is awesome. And me being someone who kind of came up as an entertainer in this, in this quote unquote scene or whatever, like, dude, there was nobody with a guitar at any of the business events that were coming through California. And that was where I started to be like, man, I mean, I'm playing right across the street from the convention center and I'd walk over and there'd be this big, huge business event and everybody had their suits and they're getting out of Ferraris and stuff like that. And I'd be sitting, my shirt was untucked, you know, a little beer gut smoking it up that day, probably. (laughs) And uh, I'd be looking and I'd be like, man, I'm going to start fucking rocking these events, dude, because there's nobody doing it. The gig, the gig booking companies weren't infiltrating those like there were no gigs available for acoustic guys for any of that. Even the companies that did talent booking were not getting people into these. You had to know somebody. Yeah. And the only way you know yeah. somebody is by making some kind of sacrifice to get your foot into the door. And I'm like, man, I've got to find some way to get around these business people. And I'd go back, I'd tell them, man, I'm going to figure this out and get around these business people. And they'd be like, but you don't know anything about business, dude. And I'm like, yeah, right, dude. I'm closing 20, 25, 30 deals a month. And while they might not have been wholesale real estate deals, $10,000 deals, I was paying my bills playing music and I have been, had been at that time for a long, 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 long time. And what I was seeing was there's more potential for my skill. There's more potential for my talent, but I had to be willing to swallow my pride and admit that I didn't know jack shit about certain areas of the, of the business. And I think that's hard for people sometimes. Well, here goes the thing, man. Like what you just said, this is what I'm real good at. Like what you just said is, Vic, you surround yourself with all these people. How do you know them people? Easy. Like this. Help. Right. (laughs) Hey, I need help. Right. I pick up this phone. I'll call, like, let's say Matt Monero somebody. Yep. Say, hey, dude, um, I need help here. Um, Right. Like for an example, Matt taught me how to do rhythms. He taught me how to do rhythms with my team. He taught me how to structure execution and execution plan with my team. And it, that happened at 5.50 in the morning. Mm. 5.50 in the morning, he sent me all that information. People be like, how did, you, how did you get to meet him? I asked for help. Right. I, I took mean, the I, action. I put my pride to the side. Mm. Like today, I was thinking about you. I was like, dude, I need help on knowing more about technology, man. I need to know how to get into these live Facebooks and make it more, more, uh, make my stuff look more legit. Mm, yeah. What I'm going to do is help. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. that's a problem with, especially with a lot of man, you know what I mean? That's one thing I had to learn how to conquer is how to ask for help. That's one. But the second thing is also help others, man. Yeah. Because a lot of us, you know what I mean? We're closed up. A lot of us don't want to give this information because people will be like, dude, if I give this person this information, you know, they're going to compete against me. I'm like, no, they're not. Because they have the same problem as you, man. It's execution. They don't well, know how to execute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And I also, I th- there was somebody who said this quote, and I love it, is that even if you give people, you know, the meat and potatoes of what you're doing, like they're never going to have your sauce. Never. Your sauce is is always going to be unique or your icing or whatever cherry on top or whatever bullshit analogy you want to put it, however you want to spin those words. Yeah. That kind of stuff, those guruisms are true. 
So, you know, it's true. More and more I get on these interviews and just give stuff away, give stuff away, give stuff away. I want to have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these podcasts that people can listen to for free. Why? Because I also want to put you in front of people. If you guys need certain skills or something taken care of, you need to reach out to Victor. He's the guy for that. And I put a lot of people's links inside, uh, well, everyone's links inside these things. And I've had people sell books, programs, all kinds of stuff, because I want to empower people and I want to give permission to people to go and seek the knowledge that they need from professionals and experts that are already doing it on a high level. I'm giving it away to people. I don't know why, dude. I just thought about this. It's like, like you said, no matter what they do, they can be like you. And I'm looking at your arms. Well, look at him. He's all burned up. You right. know, your arms are all burned up. I'm like, no matter how how much sun he gets, he's never going to turn brown like me, man. <laughs> no, that is true. That is true. Victor will always be uh, have more Mexican skin than I have. That's yeah, true. There you go, dude. Um, and that's true. Yeah. It's just you can give people the meat and you can give them the potatoes, but they're not. Their sauce is never going to be yours. And so never. it's it's there's a unique different version of success for everyone too. And I've really been beating this on the head lately because I think that, again, we see success for whatever, Jennifer Aniston or whatever, whoever the funny comedian is, the hot new comedian now. Guess what, man? That stuff comes and goes. And if you're constantly looking at at someone else as as you can't be that, well, yeah, I – I'm never going to be as cute as Jennifer Aniston. It's impossible. She's like one of the cutest ever. That's why she's regarded as what she is. I'm also not trying to be that. So I think that sometimes we look at something and we admire it and we try so hard to mock that or to um, mold what we are really to shift into being that. And it's, we're not that. Like I'm Pat, the crazy, goofy dude that sings with the guitar, MCs, hosts his own show and has fun and learns. I don't need to come on here and try and act like I'm Mr. Sales Expert. I can just call Victor and say, how did you turn your freaking company into millions of dollars in revenue? Culture. It's like, it's like this, brother. People, treating people right. Yeah. It's like today I sent a, a text to a good friend of mine. Um, he, he was an NFL player for the New Orleans Saints. And I told him, you know, he goes, what are you doing, Vic? And I'm like, look, people right now, people are more important to me than profits right now. My people are more important. We're making money, not as much as we used to make right now in one company, but it's okay. But my people come before the company. Hmm. It's just a fact. But here goes the other thing is, like you said about wealth. See, I look at wealth a little bit different, man, because I feel more wealthy than ever before. Like you said about the Rolls Royce Phantom and all that. Well, I used to be that guy with that nice V with the nice car, the Rolex Presidential, my uh my gold chain that I got from TV Johnny, you know, from uh, Paul Wall and them, with 20 carats of diamonds and everything. Well, you looked at me and you're like, dude, I want to be like that guy. Mm. Outside from the outside look good. You want to be like me, but you didn't know inside I was dying. Right. You, know, you didn't know that I was uh I was went. I was going through a divorce almost. I was always on drugs, on coke, cocaine. I was a bad father to my kids. I was away from my family forever because my family used to live in Daytona Beach, Florida. Is that wealthy to me? To you? Right. You consider that wealth? Because you always you, people always look at the outside of the surface. Yeah. They never look at the inside. 
So this is one thing I always tell Pat, I always tell people, man, is find yourself in the dark because when you come to the spotlight, the spotlight will kill you one day. Mm. You're trying to be someone that you're not. So spend time in the dark to know who you are. So it took me a while to figure out who I am. I was able to conquer that. I was able to conquer my addictions. No, no more drugs. My body, I used to be 230 pounds. I'm 194 pounds now. I was able to conquer my mind. I'm always learning new things. My marriage, no more divorces. Still with the same woman since I was 17 years old. And my kids. One thing I write every morning is, I don't want to be a good father. I want to be a great father. I got a 16-year-old. He's about to be 17. And I got a 13-year-old daughter, you know, that she's already a teenager. Well, I'm sorry to say, those two kids, they need their daddy. You know, they need their daddy. So that's the thing is, like, is that considered wealth? Right. People always look at the, at the money. And I'm like, well, let's study a little bit about, let's think about generations. What happens if I leave my kids with those handcuffs? Uh, this is wealth. Chase the money, kids. Chase the money. Mm. And then they go through the same cycle. Finding their voice in life, getting lost in the lane. They're like, who am I? What am I doing? But everybody's going to look at my kids. Like, look at Michael, man. His daddy left him all these buildings and his mama too left him all this real estate. Look at them. Look at those cars. Look at their houses. But what about my son is facing addictions and maybe su suicide? That's the thing that a lot of people always look at the outside the surface, but never inside, this, inside of a person, what's going on, what's really going on. Mm. So if you divide the four, a person into four parts, how they do in their mind, how they're doing in their spiritual walk, how they're doing it, how they're doing in their body, how they're doing in their heart. Because what about if that person, I mean, has the money, but what about they're walking around with a broken heart, man? You know what I mean? They, they haven't conquered that. And yeah. they're looking at ways for people to be looking at them like, hey, look at me. Hey, look at me. I'm like, no, man, that's not wealth. Not to me. You know, that's not wealth. That's why I tell people, man, I feel better today than I have ever felt. Ever. Yeah, I'll agree with that, too. And I think that for a long time, especially in the music world, I mean, you don't pick up a guitar and start coming out with albums and writing songs and performing because you don't want to be a fucking rock star. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about other people, but I mean, I started playing music to be a fucking rock star. I, yeah. Me, personally. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think that after a while, what that can turn into, and I've noticed it with friends, and I kind of moved out of that phase into new phases of, you know, sharing the stage and sharing the talents is that you want the focus to be on you because you want people to listen to your shit. You want people to sing your songs. You want people to buy your records. And it's a me mentality. It's me, 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 me. Everyone's going to know who I am in 10 years. And, uh, you know, I'm going to get the whole world's attention and this and that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think that after a while, it becomes a desperate, weak attempt to try and get people to validate what is invalid inside of you. And I think that that's not really a successful way of looking at things. You know what I mean? And I've, I've struggled with that too. And I think that when I let go of that and I said, all right, well, I'm going to use my talents to feature other people so I can help them win and help myself win and help others win. That's when my life started to change. That's when I didn't need the weed or the booze or the music gigs or the stages or any of that shit. I, don't, I could never play on a stage ever again and be super happy. 
Is it fun? Does it make me feel good? Absolutely. Do I feel awesome about myself when I run up there and do a 360 and still nail the guitar part on beat? Fuck yeah, it's awesome. But at the same time, do I need that external validation to be happy or do I already have it? I already have it. I have that success right now because I've created something that helps other people. And I think that that's the cool thing about what you and I always talk about is, yeah, you've created these companies that make a lot of money, but what you've also done is you've created a place where there's people working that are earning income and feeding their families because you created a uh, business model that, that they're helping you achieve success through. Well, what you just said right now, not only that, but I've seen people in our company find themselves, finding like what their true purpose is. Even, I mean, I have one guy that I wrote in my book about where this guy literally, he was abandoned by his mother, left at a movie theater when he was a kid. Mm. Now he, he, he was in a foster, he was a foster kid. No one believed in him, nothing. Came into my company cursing, didn't care about what, wearing shorts as a manager, if you look at him now, he's one of our top performers. Very educated, very helpful. He'll take his shirt off his back for you, helps the community, everything. People be like, what? I'm like, dude, he found his purpose. He found his voice in life. Mm. I mean, like, that's it. I'm like, so really, man, I mean, I always say, man, I'm, I'm, I'm in the transformation business. I'm not in the transaction business. So one thing I love doing is bringing teammates into our company they come one way and then they come out of another way. And that's it, man. I mean, people always see like, dude, like, what are you doing here? I'm like, these guys and these ladies, man, they, they love each other, man. They're taking care of each other, like family. There's a bond, there's a tribe. And I'm like, there's no magic, man. Just be yourself and care about people, man. You that's know, it. Care about them. Don't act like it. But just like I tell people, man, just like the way you can see when somebody's full of it, it's hard to tell you, but they can too. <laughs> yeah, and I think we've we've had our times of running into that, and that's part of the game is, hey, you know, it, it's easy to project what you want to project, especially using the internet. I mean, I could edit these videos to make us look any way that I really wanted to, but you, generally what you see me take is the realest clip. You know, you may, you see me take the, uh, the most vulnerable moments from these and, and that's what I post because that, in my opinion, is what's going to help me grow. Well, you we do edit the, the video, man. Give me a little haircut and stuff. All right. Yeah. I have I'm a little, kidding. I got some quarantine Elvis Presley sideburns going on. I don't know what the hell's going on over there, but I'm, it's I'm, there. Yeah, um, but, uh, if you could give people, you know, one tip on what it takes to go from, you know, playing video games and, you know, let's be honest, snorting lines and drinking booze and not having any money and being a freaking goofball to running multiple businesses that are doing millions of dollars a year. What, what is the, what is the transition that you had to make mentally? Cause this is a mindset shift yeah. just as much as anything else. Well, habits and rituals, habits and rituals, everything falls into your daily habits and your rituals how you do everything in the morning, how you do everything in the afternoon, how you go to sleep, how you do everything, Monday through Sunday, habits and rituals. So in other words, is consciously or unconsciously, you have a system. Consciously, it goes my system. This is what I call my brain. This mm -hmm. is my system. Unconsciously is your brain is automatic. You know, and either you plan it 
you plan your day or your day is going to plan you. So it's understanding your habits and understanding the ritual that you do. I never pay attention to the goal. I'm always paying attention to the process. In other words, the systems, because I know the system will get me where I want to go because it's kind of like playing basketball. Think about it, Pat, if you're looking at a, you're playing basketball, you're a professional player, you're an NBA. Well, I appreciate the compliment, yeah. but I am kind of a hippie haired well, white kid. Well, but think about it. Think I, about I, it. I, I appreciate you digging deep for me yeah, on this you, one. You, you, you'll, be, uh, you'll be crazy looking at, uh, looking at the scoreboard the whole time. All right. That's not how you win. Because everybody's looking at the championship and at the scoreboard. Really, the way they win is how they, how they bring in players. Mm. how they train every day and what kind of assistant coaches they have. That's what matters is the systems in the yeah. ritual and not the goals. No, I totally agree. And I think that goes back to my joke. I mean, you look at the, at the, at the really good little funny joke, uh, obviously, you know, the old joke, white men can't jump. I grew up on that movie, but there are guys, you know, the John Stockton's of the NBA who found a way to, you know, integrate into a team. He knew he wasn't the big player. He knew he wasn't the big slam dunker. He knew he wasn't the guy that's going to charge the lane. That's what Carl Malone's job was. So I think it's important to use these types of analogies. And yeah, it might be funny, but it's also true. Know where you fit on the court. Know where you fit on the field. Stay in your lane because as the uh, world shifts, the, the business world shifts, the internet shifts, uh, certain things come into the light. And the people that were killing it five years ago, maybe even five weeks ago, could be hurting now, you know, and they're changing their tune and they're, um, you know, exposing themselves as something that maybe we didn't think that they were. I've seen this countless times on Instagram where, you know, people are under the gun now. And I think that it's important to stay present, stay conscious of who you really are and continue to build off of where you want to go and stay true to yourself because it's easy to get caught up in the wave of, like we said, the needing attention and external validation. And I got to have the applause or the rock star you know, feeling. And at the end of the day, like, like you've mentioned, it's really the people around you that matter. There you go. Man. What am I doing for the people around me? What am I doing for, you know, my wife and the girls in the other room? You know, I cut all of that stages and the glimmer and the glitz out of my life because I wanted to recenter and build something that I could, you know, use to feed my girls and feed my family because it wasn't just me anymore with the oh, yeah. guitar. I got other people relying on me. I had to adapt. Well, yeah. Well, it's like I always say, man, people are not going to remember your car, what kind of jet you, you were on, your house, you know, everything you had, your buildings, they're not going to care about that. What they're going to remember is how you make them feel mm. while you're in this world, how you make people feel. And that's the thing, man. People are so worried about, hey, look at me. Right. Hey, well, I'm a Christian man, and one thing I always say is I never blow my horn. I used to way back in the days, and the reason why is because I don't want God just to say, "Okay, yo, well, hold on, you want your blessing? Here goes your blessing, son." Right. You wanted no, applause. Just, Here it is. Here goes your applause. Good right. job. I rather just be quiet, man, and be real, man, and just keep it like that. Keep it simple. And I have learned that. I want to say two weeks ago, man. I have learned that. Uh, keep it simple. Uh, somebody called me out, which is one of my good friends, and also he works for me. They called me out. They threw uh, 
they threw the white flag and said, hey, what do you got to prove, man, that you're smart? Mm. You don't got nothing to prove. Stop. Be you, man. Just keep it simple. Key out your kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Right. Stop talking about all this in, in intellectual stuff and IQ, SQ, PQ. Like, dude, that's so stupid. Just say mind, heart, body, spirit. Boom. You know what? You're right. They're like, keep it simple, dude. Stop talking all this nonsense, man. Right. That's not you. Stop. And I was like, dang, you know what? He's right. Keep yeah. It simple. And it's, it's about accountability too. You got to keep, yeah. keep people around you to keep you real. And I, I think it can be easy for people to surround themselves with yes men because it just feels better that way. And even if you're off in, in getting off track, those people will tell you it's all good when really it's not. Um, we saw that. Uh, there's a boxer, not like no one's ever heard of Mike Tyson before, but you know, Mike Tyson was the, uh, he was the most dangerous man on the planet there in the late eighties and early nineties. And I think that, uh, you know, when he lost Customato, the old man that trained him and, you know, fired his original team and stuff like that, like he just got off. Wow. He got off track. The the accountability, the people that kept kept him accountable, and in that warrior battle mode mindset, were gone. And I think that his life for a long time suffered because of that. And I think it's important to remember that sometimes the people who are telling you what you need to hear are the people that you got to keep around because anybody can tell you what you want to hear. Anybody can tell you how great you are when in reality you need to be making tweaks to get better. And hey, did you talk to my wife or something? Yeah. <laughs> she's heard that what she's broken you down oh, with that she, one a couple times, huh? Maybe about maybe about an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not um, your yes, ma'am, yes, sir. I don't work yep, for you. I'm gonna tell right. you how it is. You like it or not? I'm like, you know what? She's right. Yeah, I yeah. think that's important. And I think that's where this business journey of mine started to kind of take off is because I started seeking rather than, um, rather than just performing. I started seeking information instead of just playing. I still do playing. I mean, there's, I just published some new funny little tune today for a company that, that had me sing about their real estate business, but it, I'm not consumed by the need to get applause anymore. I do this stuff because I want to. People like you are donating their time. None of us make any money doing this. Um, and I think that's cool. And I think that's what makes it real. And that's what makes it raw. And that's what makes it truthful is that we're seekers. And so, um, man, I appreciate it. Where can people find you? And when does the book come out? The book's not out yet, right? Well, I got the soft. Well, again, it's because of coronavirus. I was just talking about that to a friend of mine. I got the soft cover, the Kindle's already out, but I'm waiting for the hard cover and the audio. Right. And the reason those two are not out is because, you know, nobody's working right now. Everybody's right. working from home. Audible's yeah. out. Audible, I don't know when they're going to be working from the office. So again, I mean, it's just little things like that. And it's okay. I mean, no excuses. And again, the, you can find that in Amazon. It's a uh, Conquer, C-O-N-Q-U-E-R, you know, Conquer. Yep. And you can find Victor Maya, you know, I mean, you just put Victor Maya on Amazon, it'll come out. And there also, it is. find me on, on my uh, website, it's victormaya.com. Victormaya.com, got yep, it. And even on our social media. But, yeah, yeah, and you guys, seriously, if, if any of you are interested in chatting more with the guests, dude, just shoot him a message. 
everyone I have on this show is an open book. They want people to be successful. They surround themselves with uh, abundance mindset people that want to get better. Uh, none of us are perfect. We're always learning every day. And I think it's important to remember that, you know, the more you give, the more you get. And while that can be hard, sometimes we all, we all want to win. We all want to, we all want to get we all want to get to the next level, but it's important to remember that what you do now is planting the seeds of success for the future. So, uh, victormaya.com, check out the book. Uh, I'm going to order one. I, I didn't know that, that you already had it available. Yeah, well, I haven't said nothing because no hardcover. Right. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, order that shit, people. Get on there and get it. Support the man. And um, brother, I appreciate you. And uh, let's chat Thanks soon. Let me know. All right. Take care, Pat. Rock on. Thanks.